What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? King of the Couch is back in your ear holes for another week. Actually, it's been, I feel like it's been quite a bit of time since I have been down your beautiful little ear holes. But uh, look, technical difficulties last week. I'm fucking 13, 14, 15 minutes into the podcast and I looked down at the recording device and the lines are going ape shit. And anyway, they crashed and I think I had too much data on my computer, so I had to fucking, you know, get in there and get in the blo- get on the motherboard and, and sort it out and fucking do a bit of decluttering and anyway, that was it. And I literally had something on every night last week. It felt like it anyway. So uh, apologies there was no podcast last week, but that's okay. Look, I'm only human and uh sometimes I need a day off a podcast off. So anyway, without further ado, it's Monday. I wasn't gonna have a drink, but I thought, fuck it, you know what? I had the greatest damn beer in the world, Coop's Pale Ale in the fridge. And I had a good training sesh. I hurt my back on the weekend. It's killing me. So I figure, you know, it's got to be better than some uh, some of them pharmaceutical painkillers. But anyway, this is to prove I'm not lying. Ah, let's take a little fucking sipperoo. Oh, man, that's good. That's the good shit. Anyway, how are we all? The king of the couch, Aaron L. Thompson, is feeling very, very good uh, tonight. I said, it's been ages since I felt like I've talked to you, and I miss it. I, I truly miss it, and I feel it gets me down. You know, I've, I've built this up into like a, I've put it on a pedestal for myself, so I kind of, you know, I need to join you every Monday night. And it's funny because I don't, you know, I often get a little bit of feedback, but, you know, minute feedback, but I do it because I'm a selfless man, and I like to talk, and I like to, I like to make people laugh. I like to make people think. I like to do a lot of things, you know. So the podcast is many, 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 many things. But anyway, episode 59, it's 17th of August, 2020, 9.40 p.m. Let's get this show on the road. Right, what have I been up to? As I said, it's been some time now that since I've been on. So I've got notes here from the last show that I sort of started, and I've got notes that I've sort of just taken down. So it's going to be a bit of a motto ball of a show tonight, I've got to be honest. Firstly, I want to do a huge shout-out to a friend. Uh, I told him today I was going to do a shout-out, and he just said, ha-ha, so I don't know if he believed me or not, but fucking, if you listen to the show, mate, send me a text to because I think you'll be pleasantly surprised that I wasn't joking about the shout-out. So, Mick Roberts, I wanted to give you a shout-out because I think he's 200 days sober. That's ridiculous. Like, that's me not charging a glass to you. But seriously, mate, like, in all seriousness, congratulations, 200 days sober. That's solid. That's ridiculous. Uh, every time you, you, you tell me these sort of things, and, and I'm in awe because, look, I know it's probably not easy. I know you're doing it for for you, for reasons which which is just your personal business. You've got heaps of different reasons that you're doing it. I'm not going to go into that for the for the viewers, but uh, I know you. I know some of your reasons that you've let me know, and they they all seem pretty cool. And, and that's that's awesome, man. You got a you got a family like I do, so I can relate. And I and 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 the things you have told me, but without going into too much fucking detail, like I just said. Seriously, shout out two hundred days sober. That's that's ridiculous. I'm in awe of people that can that, that need to do something like that and they actually do it. The amount of times and I fucking had people that listen to this show tell me this all the time. Basically, it's like a fortnightly cycle with myself. I tell them that I'm on a health kick and then I crack a beer at the next fucking episode. So I'm a shit talker of the finest caliber. However, two hundred days sober, Mick Roberts, pat yourself on the back, man. That's fucking sensational. And I know you're getting healthy as shit, losing weight. Keep at it, man. It's hard. It's it can be hard, but it's fucking worth it. You know what I mean? Uh, I am no poster boy to to follow your life by. I, I I go to the gym and then I come home and crush beers. I basically, I'm like a modern day Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
But seriously, shout out. Cool. Shout out done. There could be many more shout outs tonight. But anyway, let's go into last weekend. Oh, oh look, the, the, the last podcast was really going to be centered around me moving house and there was a few other things, but I'll talk about it because, look, I'm very excited that we moved house. I'm feeling really, really good in this new house. Thank you very much for asking. But it's totally different. Like the area I'm in is like, about, it's about 10 minutes away from where I was. I'm not beachside anymore, but that's okay. You know, like the next time I go beachside is when I fucking buy beachside or I can get a big fuck off pad that I want beachside. The house we were in was cool, but it was basically falling or uh, fucking down around us. Um, you know, living situation, we wanted to change, we wanted more room for Arabella, we wanted our own place, we wanted a bigger place, we wanted a backyard, the works, you know, the, the fucking buffet of, of, of the works. We wanted it all, the works burger. So we did that. We got a, literally got a brand new house with the first people to live in it. A renting still, that's fine. You know, I don't really care. I'm getting sick of the people who goes, oh, mate, you should bloody buy. You should bloody buy. Why aren't you buying? Because uh, I don't have a hundred fucking thousand dollars saved, you moron. So, yeah, that's my two cents on buying. It's not because I don't want to buy. It's because I don't have any fucking money. Maybe if I put down the, the Sherby's, you know, the Cooper's Pale Ale and the, 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 the flashy new clothes and, and stuff like that. But I don't know. Fuck that as well because I think owning a home is very, very fucking expensive and when I'm ready and I have the money, I will do it. Until then, I will rent. The only other option is to move my fucking family home with my mum and that's not an option. Not because I don't love my mum because I do, but I don't want to fucking live with her and I'm sure she doesn't want to live with me. We just did the, we just did a joint where we lived with our mother-in-law for the last two and a half years. It has its pros, but it definitely has its cons. So look, when I'm ready to buy a fucking home, we'll get there. Stop asking me. But... Look, very, very happy to be in the house. We're like two weeks in now, and it just feels it feels good. I feel like we've all got a new lease on life. You know, it was pretty stressful the whole move. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was just the move was stressful. Like I got to be honest, it was just one of those things. We'll, we'll talk about the move soon because there's a few things around the move, and I was gonna fucking tee off on that. But anyway, go back to last weekend. I can't remember, but just just the, the first thing. I'm a family man. I always talk about that. I like my family. I love my family. I love my friends. Um, but we had like the better half of like seven or eight family was come around on the first Sunday that were in the house. You know, it was good. My mum, my my nanny, my pop, my auntie, my uncle, my two cousins. Uh, they were all up here. You know what I mean? The, the the Dalmatian derby came for the for the first fucking weekend. It was great. We we did a massive pork belly roast. Went sensational. The veggies were a little undercook. I do apologize for that again. But the pork was second to none so that's fucking cool but it was just really cool because I, I like it's a little things right i don't know you guys that are homeowners and have all this stuff figured out but literally beck went apeshit when bought all this new stuff like we didn't even have enough plates but we had really nice plates so we went out and bought another four plates so we could have everyone there we had it all sorted everyone had a seat see my last house i feel like it was a bit of mishmash it was like all over the shop you know but this house it's cool there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of fucking entertaining as big as is going to be in his element i'll tell you what the king of the couch is going to have his ass off the couch and he's going to be the king of the kitchen outside of podcast it's going to be just oh my god i might bring the cooking show back i know i had the an ill-fated run with the instagram live in the covid april month good for you if you saw that and i was beside myself there was a small panic attack but anyway we won't fucking uh, dredge up old sore negative memories but it was really cool that was like that was like the highlight for me you know what i mean and then fast forward to this weekend same sort of thing my brother and his partner came up chloe came up on saturday night hey actually there's another shout out shout out to my brother and his his uh his, his now fiance chloe wow cheers i'm gonna have a drink for that that's fucking cool yeah well wow. i was really excited about that and i gotta be honest 
I was pretty, I didn't, didn't not see it coming in the future, but it sort of was like a, quite a surprise man. I didn't see it coming this far, but I didn't realize they'd been together for like six fucking years. And uh, yeah, so shout out to them. Um, I think my brother wants me to be in the groom's party, which I said, look, just because I'm your brother doesn't mean you need to get it, me in the suit with you. It's all cool. I get that. But he was like, no, no, I want you there. So that was that was big. That meant a lot to me when he said that. I really appreciate that. So Jake, if you're listening, thank you very much. You made my day. Um, so we'll see if he, see if he honestly fucking were once a wedding rolls around. <laughs> but that was really cool. So shout out to them. So they came up Saturday night. And we fucking, look, we, we hit it. We hit it. It was good. We had some alcohol. We did that, you know. My brother was like, look, I'm cutting back on the drinking. He's like, I'll have a couple. He brought a six-pack of mids. He's fucking down them in about two hours. Then we cracked into the Cubas, cracked into the champagne. We had a good time. It's good, you know what I mean? Like, I love it. I love the fact that my brother and, and, and Chloe could come up, have a good time. They're great with Arabella. Arabella's great with them. Like, you know, she was really funny with my brother. And it was, it was just cool. Like, it, that's the kind of shit I want. Beck and I have, like, sort of visualized and dreamed of, dreamt of these moments like this where we can um, just invite people around. We want to be like, hey, come around. We got some beers. We got some champagne. We got some food. Let's fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of level of wealth. Like, one version of wealth I want to get to is to be able to always have the fridge stocked with food and alcohol and whatever people want to eat and drink and me as well you know we got the footy on we got the fucking music on we eventually we'll get a pool we don't have a pool in this house but you know dogs are welcome everyone in the family's welcome friends are welcome we, we want to have like an open door policy and that's the way we sort of want to run our lives and and, and so far so good so we're fucking we're, we're teeing off we're, we're ticking that off in this uh, in this house so i think that's really really cool it's really, really important to us um so two cool things happened in the weekend beck and i look I, I often talk very personally on this show. There's not much I don't hold back. But look, Beck and I, we've been having, as I said, moving is stressful. Moving is stressful. My family job's been a bit stressful at the moment. You know, she's looking for work. It's all been happening, you know what I mean? Fucking real estate giving me the shits. The NBM was giving me the shits. It all, it's just the moving is, 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 is a stressful thing, you know? So anyway, we've sort of been getting on each other's nerves a bit, not really being in each other's size, just... Just fucking having, you know, just chipping away the stone, you know what I mean? Just chopping away at each other. So anyway, we were like, look, well, Beck said it. I, I was keen to do it too, but she was like, look, let's let's fucking just have like a date night on Friday night. Let's connect. Let's turn the television off. Let's actually talk and and have a really good night. And look, it was awesome. It was a great night. I won't go into all the uh, X-rated details, but really good. Actually... It was good to connect, you know what I mean? We, we said a lot of stuff that we, we, we wanted to talk about. I love talking. That's why I do a fucking podcast. But it's just so good when you get to talk to your loved one like that, you know? You, you sit down. You, you be honest. You, you learn something. Every time you have a decent conversation, you learn something, you know what I mean? Whether it's a big thing or a small thing, but you learn something. And that's exactly what we did. We had some cool fucking tunes on. Blues, country, sort of blues fans, definitely go check out Marcus King and Billy Strings. He's more countrified, but they do some good shit. But Marcus King, he was fucking really setting the scene, setting the mood on Friday night. So he cracked a couple of drinks, made a couple of pizzas, but it was good, you know what I mean? And we, we, we were open with each other. We said, look, this is what's going on. And we talked and then we said, look, this is, you know, we need to get on each other's sides. I don't know about couples out there. You do this, you know, sometimes you, I don't know what it is. Maybe you're just sort of fucking a bit annoyed at the person or you just, you know what I mean? You just love them to death, and they just want to, you just want to piss them off at the same time. But you know, you kind of you're not on each other's side. So sometimes, like you might say something, the other person shoots it down, or they might say something, you you shoot it down. You know what I mean? And you kind of just like after you sit back and really assess the situation, you kind of just like, why did I do that? You know what I mean? And and then it's like you always want to have the upper hand some way if you're that way inclined. But and, and don't tell me that you don't because at some point in your relationship, you probably you probably have 
to go through that. You know what I mean? You see someone 24-7. I mean, I work at home, you know, so we literally see each other 24-7. So it's more of a case of we actually have to make, like, time aside to see other people socially not see each other and then actually see each other fucking socially together you know living at home with someone you see them for breakfast lunch dinner go to bed wake up it's all you're always there but whether you're actually spending time with them or just fucking coexisting with them is two different things so why yes you might be with that person all the time you're not actually with that person all the time if you get what i'm saying soul to soul you know what i mean bonding the the stuff that makes those really romantic love moments and then the and the and the hot steamy sex so anyway that was a great friday night i've just friday come uh, saturday come remember oh my brother came up yes i did that i did that cool we did that first and then sunday sunday was a great day we went had a little boat ride this was cool this was very very cool my good mate chives he said come up for a boat ride we'll go out and then we'll go and watch ufc after i was like sold i love it one arabella had never been on a boat so i was really really stoked for that you know the beers were going to be flowing the food the ufc ah, it was great so literally day kicks off we're like all right we've got to get a bcf boating camping fishing it's bcfing fun we love it. I actually, I tell you what, I think I'm at the age now where like, and I'm not really much of a hands-on sort of outdoorsman. I'm more of an indoorsman, I've got to be honest. So I had a really good time in BCF though. They actually have quite a uh, quite a decent fashion line in there, if I can be honest, you know. I feel like too, I feel like I've got a market there, you know, like kind of like nice Hawaiian out there fishing gear or camping gear or something like that. But I did see a couple of cool flannels. I like really like nice hats. But I was walking around there and just like, wow, there's canoes, there's kayaks, there's fishing rods, there's all this fun shit. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just all the time indoors, just talking into a microphone. I got to get out. I got to be an outdoorsman. Anyway, I'm thinking about getting a kayak. or just to maybe when I get like a thousand dollars, I'm gonna get a kayak. But I'm just thinking about that. But anyway, we had to get a life vest for Arabella because something I learned over the weekend. Uh, it's illegal to be in a boat under 12 years old or something without a life vest. So there you go. That was interesting. So we had to literally get her the littlest life vest that we could find. Mind you, I feel like it cost the most. It was still like 70 bucks for this tiny little thing. It's a lifesaver, so that's cool. And I love her dearly, so I want to save her life if she was to fall out of the boat. But anyway, get that. We fucking race up to Noosa. Uh, we hug and kiss our, our, our bestest friends, and then we get in the boat. It was sick. It was such a good day. Literally, like Amelia was driving the boat. Beck and I were sort of, you know, pilot, co-pilot. Chives and I are up the front. I'm holding Arabella. We're all up the front. We're clanging beers, taking photos. It was so good. We're out of the canal. Honestly, I was like, I've been here for like three years now at the coast, or nearly four years for fuck's sake. And I'm like, I've never really done this. And this is sick. And I was like, I was like, Chives, like, we got to do this all the time. Like, this is sick. So he takes us out in this boat. Now, like Noosa, when Noosa meets like Noosa North Shore, there's like a, you know, sandbars and stuff at low tide. So basically, all the locals just take their awesome boats, their families, the booze, and the barbecues head out basically just fucking that's me parking their boat on a sandbar and that's it they anchor up they get the booze they get the barbecue they get kids out it's sick like i literally did not know we doing that i was like i didn't even have fucking board shorts on like a peasant i was also wearing some cotton shorts you know and i was just like but i had the linen shirt on like untucked you know unbuttoned down to the belly button like i always do so i was looking i was looking fucking 11 out of 10 and oh man we just i was like this is the sickest day one arabella had the coolest time on the boat like she was out she's just such an adventurous little kid she was loving the shit out of the boat ride it was so good you know she didn't really like the vest too much but whatever it's it's for fucking legal reasons we need to wear that vest and honest to god i was like jordan i was like this is the sickest day beck and i was like how good is this like we 
you know, not that we're going to move to Noosa, but I was like, man, I could see myself doing this shit every weekend. I was like, I've got to get a boat. And Jordan's like, fuck, man, I've got a boat. Just come all the time. I'm like, mate, you would fucking invite a vampire into your house. They're never going to leave, so I'm never leaving. So, yeah, man, such a cool day. Like, she had the best time, and it was just cool. I was like, I was talking to one of the guys up there we met. I was like, is this like a, you do this fair? He's like, man, it's like Sunday tradition. Like, we just come out, all the families come out, park up, and, you know, literally it's like, Honestly, it was a cool thing. I was in awe about how cool it was. It was it was one of the greatest days I've had in a long time. It was fucking picturesque. Queensland winters, you cannot fucking beat a Queensland winter, for Christ's sakes. Like, we're in Queensland winter. I had the linen just fucking unbuttoned. I had the, you know, the little shorts and no shoes. We're cruising around. We're, in the, we're getting wet. We're getting wild. Oh, what a day. And then, of course, after that, get home. Actually, I will tell you, we watched the UFC. I, I, this is why I hurt my back, because I'm such a fucking idiot. But... So watching the UFC, it was cool. We had the car. We got home last night. It was all good. Weekend over. Now we're at Monday. Let me just go back to one little snippet, and I'll tell you why my back is sore. So naturally, I'm sending it. It's a Sunday. We're having a Sunday sesh. You know what I mean? I've got the few tins under my belt. There's no, obviously, toilet out in the ocean. So we're sort of, you know, Chives and I were just doing the discreet peeing behind boats and things like that straight into the ocean. It's, it's nature's way. But once you break the seal, like you, you, you've got to go again and again and again. Anyway, so... 100 meters we're on this fucking boat i'm on the boat no more than a minute i was like oh god i've got to start peeing and i don't know guys like if this is a thing girls maybe the same but like i the older i get i just i feel like i I can hold on but it's it hurts more you know what i mean it hurts to hold a piss more now i'm gonna cash my back i traveled through europe like for like six weeks with uh years ago right when we went out drinking all the time you know like i remember berlin for example we were in there and it's so cold like it's blistering cold everywhere went was blistering cold because we were traveling through winter and we were just getting fully steamed up everywhere we go like drinking a lot of alcohol and i just remember vividly like by the end of that trip i was like i've had to like hold so many peas because you're out you don't know where toilets and stuff are you're at house parties or you're out in the street doing whatever the fuck you're doing and like shit when's my next piss coming from because i just learned to hold it I feel like back then that's when I did myself some serious damage because now I just can't hold it. Like if I've got to pee, it's like it's coming. You know what I mean? Like I've got like a small window of warning and that's it. And then I'm going in my pants. So anyway, that's what's happened on this boat. I get, you know, I said, Beck, you need to hold Arabella because like, she's jumped down on my lap and she's fucking hitting the bladder and I'm going to piss my pants. So, and you know, like I'm a pretty vocal person, obviously. So I let them know. You know, I was like, Amelia, I was like, Le- Le- we got we got to leg this thing. You know what I mean? She, she could only travel fucking four knots through this canal. I'm like, Chives, I'm going to fucking piss my pants here, right? Like, we got to go. Anyway, I've seen the jetty. We're coming in, we're coming in, we're coming in. And I'm like, fuck, I was like, right, guys, I've got to go. I'm going to go. It's me pissing in the f- my pants and hitting the floor of your nice fucking boat. I've tried to do some fucking huge, like, ridiculous action movie sequence roll out of this boat like an absolute pleb you know i don't know what's happened i pushed off my left foot i've landed my ass on the jetty and i've sort of fell on like a funny angle i don't know what i did but this pain just shot across the left side of my back like something just fucking popped out of a socket my organs well my version of what i thought was an organ i'm no fucking doctor but i was like i've done something to an organ here and i've just bent over in pain still kind of you know cupping my penis because i'm like i'm gonna piss my pants everyone's laughing at me they're like what what's going on i'm like i've hurt my back i've hurt my back and i'm like don't cry don't cry and i'm just sort of hunched over i've got one hand on my back trying to hold it like i'm hunched over like a fucking hunchback from notre dame and i'm trying to pee and i'm just like just squirting out i'm just like oh god i'm in real pain here even just thinking about it, i'm in pain actually and then it just hit me i was like oh my god i'm gonna be sick like i feel like i'm actually gonna vomit and i was like oh i've damaged an organ 
I may have talked about in the show before, but I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. The the anxious mind runs, and I'm like, oh, God, you know, like, this is it. Like, I fucked up an organ here, and I've probably cracked a spine. Oh, God. Come good after, like, 10 minutes, and the beers, I started just necking them again. I was like, look, I've got to stay numb here. I was like, if I sober up, this back's going to give me some fucking grief, eh? So anyway... At about 7.30, I don't know if they could tell, but I was sort of just mulling around, like, before we got home, my back really did start to hurt. Come home, had a quick little vino, just sort of stayed, got the heat pack on, and at, like, 4 a.m. this morning, I woke up, and I was just like, oh, man, it's fucking on fire, you know? So, I've had the DP on all day. I went and trained tonight. I was pretty good at training, you know? Like, I just fucking send it because I'm an animal, but I don't know. When, I feel like I've got to keep my body moving. And then it feels better as opposed to just like feeling sore and not moving it. If I if that is the case for me, then it just gets sore and sore and sore. But anyway, so that's how I fuck my back if you're wondering. That's why, frankly, I've got to medicate thanks to Dr. Kubers. And I'll have a quick shot of medicine. <sighs> all right. So that's my weekend. That's what I'm doing. Let's talk moving. We've all done it, hopefully, unless you're still living at home with your parents. That's cool. Unless you're a lot older than you, you should probably move out. Uh, moving. What a drag. What an absolute fucking nightmare moving is. Firstly, we broke a lease, right? So you, you, you have to, you run the risk then of breaking the lease, finding a house. So we basically found, found a house, applied for it, got it, which was a bit of a fucking ordeal because the fucking current, the old real estate now, they're in the past. They're fucking dead to us. The old real estate fucked up on the rental ledger so it looked like we were like $1,300 behind in rent which is not the case luckily I rapport this new real estate already because we'd rented to them before just a fucking nightmare so like it was one of those things got it sorted got the application in and we got approved cool bang yes cool now we break the lease right see then when you do that I don't know if you fucking have ever broken a lease but you basically run the risk of paying two rents so you're hemorrhaging cash left right and center but it can seem kind of insane to do that but at the same time like I think if you want a house and you at the time and you find a house that you feel like is perfect for you at the time, then you're going to have to break a lease. You're not just going to fucking sit around, wait until the end of a lease and hope that you find something else. The last time we did that, not in hope, but the last time we let a lease run out to try and find somewhere, Beck and I were fucking couch surfing between her mum and my mum's for nine fucking weeks before we migrated north to the coast. So yeah, that wasn't really an option for us. And look, we're not ballers, but we had some cash, you know, so we were like, fuck it, break it, do this. Of course, then you got to pay for the bond. You got to pay for the, you know, we pay. It was two weeks up front. We paid three weeks up front because we wanted to line it up with my monthly pay, which is a fucking pain in the ass. So it's just like this whole thing. So you're hemorrhaging cash. You get the movers. You get the bond clean done. You know, whatever else you got to fucking replace. You know, it's just. I actually think the cool, like the, the not the hard thing about moving is it's not the physical aspect. It's it's the mental aspect. You know what I mean? Organizing it, planning it all, taking days off work if you need to, getting the run around, fucking left, right, and center, comparing prices, all that crap. You know, you're talking with Beck and like your loved one. Oh, what are we going to keep? What are we going to throw? How are we going to do this? All of a sudden, we're all fucking moving experts, and you know. And you just want to get into the new house and set it up, and you know it's going to take you a fucking few days or, or even a few weeks to get it properly set up because you're waiting on new furniture. You got to go to the shops. You got to fucking oh god, you got to take your mum takes you shopping, and you got to do this, and you got to buy the new couch, and oh man, it's such an ordeal. It's great, it's fun doing that stuff, but then you got to you know fucking fork out the cash and go all right, cool, let's ball out here and just blow as much cash as we can. You know, and then you've got the fucking, the stinking exit report from your old real estate. Like, now, I don't know what the go is with property managers, how they make their money. I know it's like a percentage off the rent that you pay every week or whatever. 
But I swear to God, there's like there must be something in their fucking contracts that say you will get a bonus if you give a fucking full on exit report and try to get a bond from someone. Because fuck me, Dad, we we generally live in like a we lived in like a it was like a really nice glorified shack at the beach, a two story shack. But location, location, it was everything. But they they were like, oh, there's some minor cleaning issues, minor cleaning issues. That's what the that's what this fucking chick said to me on the phone, right? Two pages of writing later, not so bad. 149 photos she sent me. 149 photos. You know when you zoom in so much on something, like that you like if I'm looking at a like a picture on a wall, but I've zoomed in so hard to like an inch by inch square of the picture, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm fucking looking at here. That was the better half of 140 of these photos. Hey, I was like, is this chick trying to really justify her job or get some sort of bonus or what the fuck's going on? To this day, I've never lived in a house, and if you're doing this, I'm sorry, but you're probably mental. I've never ever been in a house where someone has pulled out drawers in the kitchen, or any fucking drawer, but has pulled out drawers and comp- and told me that there's dust and dirt on the, the runner, the wheel runner where the drawer sits. Fuck me dead. That's happened to me, and yeah, we were just fucking stunned. The problem is with this real estate and uh, is that the house is a bit of a shitter. The, the guy that owns the house is a bit of a tight ass, and when we're paying him fucking good money, you know, I don't know what else his fucking financial situation's like. So every time something needed to be fixed, he ummed and ahed and fucking dragged his fucking heels. And then, you know, every time there was something real urgent, it was like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, the amount of times we had to sort of threaten these real estates to get shit done really fast was just fucking ridiculous. But, you know, now all of a sudden it's like they make you feel like you're the dirtiest scum ever. You know what I mean? You've paid like $700 to get a bone clean. You've done this. We, we cleaned religiously. But you know what I mean? You can you can dress a pig in pearls, but it's still a fucking swine at the end of the day, isn't it? Right? So you can only clean so much is what I'm getting at. So we're down there on Saturday doing the fucking last bits. And I'm like, that's it. I've got to, I've taken tomorrow off work. We got fucked around by a gardener. Frankly, I'm out of cash and I need to do it myself. I've got them the tools, so I've taken a day off work tomorrow to go around, just finalize the gardens, all that crap, and that's it. Then we're going to wipe our fucking hands clean of it, so that, you know, we're going to fucking sanitize the hands after we've done that, get our bond back, and that's it. But moving is like an ordeal. Like, seriously, that was like a good, I feel like that was like a good month of my time, you know what I mean? A shout out to the removalists that moved their house. Those guys were top, top dudes. I can't think of their name, but uh, we've got to give them a little shout out because they were, they were awesome dudes. Seriously, killed it. One of this, one of the guys had like an unreal glorious mullet. I'm actually just quite quietly, I'm, I'm thinking about cutting my hair into a mullet too. I think it's come back. And I've noticed the little blonde streaks for girls has come back. Even some, even some like streak action for guys is coming back. Some things are coming back. Maybe I'll have to do a, like a special 90s, 80s show soon because... Uh, I follow trends, and, and a lot of fugly trends are back. And frankly, they look darn good. I think so. I really do. Anyway, so that was it. You know, So now I'm in the new house, right? So you feel like, okay, cool, we fucked off that. Now we're in the new house. Look, shout out the new real estate agents. The property managers, they're sick. They're unreal people. They're really good. I can't complain about them. The hardest part now is like moving the services. Electricity's got it sorted. Easy. We got gas in the new house. Easy. Water. Easy. Those things are all easy. What is one thing that's like a glaring thorn in the side of society, but everybody uses? I feel like this is like a real hit, but everybody uses it. Uh, like their life fucking depends on it. Internet. Fuck me dead. Internet. So why? In this day and age, is it so hard to get the internet connected at the drop of a fucking hat? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I need to take a drink before I rant on this. You know, oh God, that was good. That was really good. God, it's 
really good medicine. Anyway, so a few weeks ago, I'm sitting here, Telstra, cool, no no bother, we'll go across. It's it's a, it's a sweet transition. It'll be easy, it'll be easy. Go out and hang out for 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. I love it how these motherfuckers can never give you a window, you know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like, cool, you be here between 8 and 12, and I'll be there between 8 and 12 too. We'll just see who gets there first to see who has to wait the longest. That should be the game they dance, but that unfortunately is not the case. So I come around. Of course, it's like 9.50. I'm starving. I haven't eaten. I've been here since 8 o'clock sitting on a fucking stool trying to do my work, hot spotting. You know, I'm starving. I need a coffee. Uh, fucking hell. I race off. I'm gone for five minutes. COVID-19 is obviously not, you know, spared Telstra. So they've got a whole new system where you have to text them now, which I frankly, after the fact, I kind of don't mind it. You get a text sort of, you get a little situation with a, like, you get like a, like a relationship with someone from Telstra. Basically, you can text them with your problems and then they call you back once they've fucking worked out a diagnosis, you know? So I text this chick saying, hey, just to make sure, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, 10 minutes later, she calls and she's like, oh, look, they, they've come out and they've missed something. And I'm like... I just, are you serious? I was like, I've just fucking gone for a coffee. I was like, no way. She's like, well, they didn't actually come out. They did a remote check and blah, blah, blah. It's not here. I was like, well, fuck me, Dad. Firstly, why did you make me need to be here if they could just look at, you know, from a fucking computer? Anyway, that's cool. I gave her a bit of reprieve for that. But uh, then she comes at me and she goes, look, I've got some not so good news. I love how she said that. She didn't say bad news. I've got some not so good news. Frankly, I thought it was pretty horrible news. She was like, look, it could be two to three weeks or it could be by the 6th of October. I mean, this is the middle of August, fuck's sake. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm an essential service. At least that's what I'm calling myself. I'm an essential service. I need the internet. I work from home. Basically, you're telling me I'm out of a job here. Then they could, you know, I've got the 4G backup fucking internet. And then they tell me, oh, yeah, you can't use more than 30 gigs of that. And I fucking average about 350, 400 a month. You know, I'm quite an avid internet user. And I'm just like, look, I use the internet, you fucked up, not me, fix it, you know what I mean, just give me the fucking internet, and, I'm, and forgive me if I'm sounding ignorant, but isn't it just out there in the atmosphere, I've got it anyway, can't you just juice it up and fucking, you know what I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking you to marry me, like just give me more internet, anyway, so I kicked up a sting, actually this one day, I had a bit of a meltdown, I, I you probably know that by now if you've been listening to the show for a long time, I'm, I'm, I can be up and down like a yo-yo, but kind of a stroke of genius at the same time i feel like stroke of luck but there was a telstra outage in the area on this particular friday so my fucking 4g internet's gone down my phone's gone down i can't even talk to people on the phone it's pissing down rain so i can't go outside and i didn't have my car keys on me and beck's out so i'm like i'm fully locked down this is covid19 again but like i can't leave the house you know i got nothing to do. one i'll get wet where am i going to walk to and I got no car, so where am I going to drive to? I can't talk to anybody. Oh man, I was beside myself, losing my mind. So of course I'm like sending quite hard, not abusive, but quite hard text through to to my Telstra, you know, lover, just to sort of get my problem sorted, you know. Anyway, it worked. That was Friday. I don't know what I said in these text messages. I'm not going to read them out, but they were hard. And anyway, I had a person call me on Sunday. Hey, listen such and such from the NBM, we're going to come out tomorrow and do the civil works. I'm like, oh, you beauty, I'm going to have internet by tomorrow. He's like, well, no, like we do the outside, of course, and then there's another dude that comes and do the inside. So it should be a few days. Going back to Telstra, of course, they're like, oh, no, it's still going to be the 6th of October. I'm like, I'm telling you now, I need it by the end of this week. Let's get this fucking show on the road. Let's fucking go, right? I'm the king of the couch, all right? Let's get it done, all right? I need to be on the interwebs. Sure enough, some... Fucking nice blonde-headed dude was out of my house on Friday afternoon, Friday morning. Thank you very much. Nine, but he was coming between eight and twelve. He was there about nine o'clock, 
nice bloke, lovely bloke, and he hooked it up. Now, I'm like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I'm like fucking four days in with this MBN. I'm cruising. We've been back on Netflix. I'm going to upload this podcast tonight. It's going to be a smooth, smooth, smooth process. But uh, yeah, look, anyway, MBN, I mean, for 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 not lack of trying from on my behalf, but yeah, they kind of got to get their shit together. I feel like there's uh, Australia's a great country, but we have probably got the worst internet solution forever, you know. And I feel like MBM is still here, and then we got the fucking five G. You know what I mean? Once we get past the conspiracy theories, five G will no doubt kick MBN's ass. I'm sure that is the plan. But anyway, golly gosh. I sound like fucking Lewis Mocker there. Hey, just a quick shout out. I, I listened to a podcast today. Uh, I liked it. It was the first one I listened to of hers. Uh, Elise Grace, she does Trillions podcast. Um, I don't really shout out too many podcasts, but my friend Lewis Mocker was on it, and it was cool. I, I found it very very interesting. I know a lot about Lewis, obviously, being a friend, but there was some cool little stories in there I didn't know, and he had some cool little cool things, and uh, he's very, very fucking successful, you know, so... Uh, and he's a he's, he's what I'd call a free thinker. So go and check that out, Trillions Podcast. I don't really do many shout-outs to podcasts, so it must have been a good one. But yeah, anyway, we'll talk more about healthy, positive, different shit next week. I've got a sort of a new routine I'm trying on as, as, I, as I drink. You know, people go, oh, here we fucking go. He's doing deep breathing exercises, and then he's fucking chugging beers. Get real. Fuck you all. I am what I am. I like to try things. Sometimes I fail. No, I never fail. I just I keep progressing, and I have a quick little sip. Oh, all right. What else we got in this list? I'm gonna actually. I was gonna talk about DVDs. I think I mentioned DVDs uh, a while ago. Now that the NBN's back on, I'm gonna have to. All I was gonna quickly say about DVDs is I, I think I made fun of like the fact that I keep the DVD collections, and but now we do everything on Netflix online. And you never actually break it out. The fact that I was like internetless for like one or two weeks. Mate, I dusted off the DVD player, dusted off the DVDs and got through quite a few. So it was good. It was good, uh, very short-lived with the DVDs. Tell you one thing, the quality of of uh, the pictures of like a, from a DVD to Netflix and things like that, it is fucking changed. Because some of these DVDs that were less than probably 20, you know, 15, 20 years old, 10 years old even, were, were fucking rank on the eyes. You know what I mean? The sound was not too bad, but they were rank. The widescreen thing, it was ugh. So... I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you can compare with that. I mean, if it's like, it's different with records. I think you get that. You get everything. You get all the stuff. But no one wants to watch this grimy old picture. So yeah, we're back on Netflix and Stan. It's been good. It's been great, actually. I've got a few shows that lined up that I want to watch. But anyway, that was that was my DVD bit. I, uh, if I, I, to be honest, it felt better last week when I was going to talk about it. But now I've got the internet, so it seems like a redundant story. But anyway, DVDs. Yeah, you get it. I was going to talk about done that i've ticked that off <laughs> i'll do a little bit about that now i'll talk about this i'll talk about this i uh i look i know i've been i've been jumping on coattails i've been i've been hanging shit on the brisbane broncos every couple of weeks you know because they keep losing and things like that and the team is in disarray but i feel bad too you know what i mean like we all have a bad day we all we'll have to rebuild we'll have to work on things it's just hard when it's a team you you really want to win you love and they're not winning you know, when you love you love sport and you live for the fucking sport on the weekends. What am I? You know, I'm a simple man. But anyway, what, I just wanted to talk about something because I feel like this is a bit more of a society's problem now, you know what I mean, as opposed to just like a one team or a one player or one coach. Anthony Seabold, the, the coach of the Broncos. Now, look, I don't know the guy from Barca, obviously. Two, 
I, I genuinely believe that he's probably not the right coach for the Brisbane Broncos. Why? I just see him on TV and see the players. They don't look like they gel and mix. And I'm only going on what the media and what I have actually seen portrayed. So that's probably not really much to fucking uh, hang my hat on. But one thing that did sort of make me feel real bad for the guy and make me feel really, oh, God, this is just like it was one of those like ugh, moments, society, you know what I mean? He, uh, he, he, now they got all this fucking biosecurity. So the NRL and the AFL have got all these really high standards where they can't do X, Y, and Z, you know? So if a player or a coach breaks them, then they have to do a 14 day quarantine, like mandatory. Cool. I get that. It is, it is what it is. So he's had to go into 14 day quarantine. Reason being, didn't really know at the time, but the reason being was something to do with his daughter. I've got a daughter. I can relate. Cool. I, I sympathize with the guy. Who knows what's going on? You know what I mean? Okay, don't, you know, you don't need to be a prick because he wants to see his daughter for whatever reason. It might be a bad reason. Anyway, there was like some vicious text that was circulated. I don't know if it was by a journalist, but it was a group text. You know what I mean? So it was a text basically insinuating that the guy's a cokehead, the guy's an alcoholic. I don't think that was a bad bad thing. I mean, I've probably given myself the alcoholic tag there too. And we've, God knows everyone's liked a few nose beers fucking from time to time. But, you know, so I don't really think that's a bad thing. This day and age, I'm like, nah, it could be worse. But then, you know, as you read the text, it was like, oh, the guy's got a, a fucking sex addiction. I mean, what, who doesn't? You know what I mean? We all want it. And, you know, he roots all the players' wives. He's at a thing with Corey Oates' missus, and he fucking gets coke off her. And it was this big text, basically just like insinuating that the guy's a fucking cokehead, loves getting on the piss, rooting all the players' wives, rooting everybody. His marriage has fallen apart because of it, and his daughter's tried to commit suicide because of it. So it was a pretty heinous text, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, fuck me, that's horrible, you know what I mean? And... One, it's like, if you were very, very close to him, how would you not know that? So initially, I was like, uh, yeah, look, the coke and the alcohol, I could believe. The fact that he likes a root, I could believe that too. I couldn't believe that he's rude one of the players' wives and that player still plays with him uh, willingly. Do you know what I mean? That, to me, was my first alarm bell. So I'm like, that seems like bullshit. So so if that's bullshit, then the whole fucking text might be bullshit. But what I, what I didn't like, and this is what I was getting at with the society sort of issue, is that someone can write a text message or do something like that, put it out into the public eye, and then immediately all these bandwagoners jump on the bandwagon and be like, this guy's a fucking cokehead sex freak, loves a drink, and he's fucking everyone's girlfriends or wives. Fucking sack him. You know what I mean? How do you know? Just because someone's wrote something, it's like watching the news for all your information. It's like turning on a current affair, seeing Tracy Grimshaw's fat head and going, yep, this is the world we live in. Because it's bullshit. It's not. It's all sensationalized. And frankly, it's all bullshit. A lot of it. Just like this text. To me, it used to be innocent until proven guilty. Now it seems to be a lot of guilty until proven innocent. So I really did feel for the guy there. You know what I mean? He's still in quarantine. And look... (laughs) I don't know whether there's a, like, again, I don't know. I'm just, this is my two cents on the situation because it seems to be a very hot topic at the moment. The guy's come out, he's like, this is all bullshit. I've got lawyers. They're going to fucking eat these people up alive because it's all bullshit. And I'm like, well, he come out. He's pretty confident of that. So he must be telling the truth. Now, I'm sure the guy likes a fucking, he's got no six pack. You know what I mean? He's a bit, he's a bit portly. So I'm sure he likes a fucking drink. Big deal. You know what I mean? If he likes getting into the Coke, ah, whatever. You know what I mean? It could be worse as long as he's not abusive. I know, I can almost, almost guarantee that he's probably not fucking any of the players' wives, you know what I mean? Especially if they know about it. Fuck me, dead. If they know about it, whoa. And the fact that he is, pol- like, if he had potted one of the players' wives, I mean, like, man, he's like twice their age, you know what I mean? It's like, fuck, he must be good. I mean, he's running a team where he clearly doesn't have any respect from his players, and they're losing all the time, so he must be doing something right to woo these fucking Sheilas, but yeah, I don't know. 
what I'm getting at with that whole fucking thing, though, is I don't like it how we live in a society. And I've caught myself here too, but I, I, I'm a thinker, you know. So if I've thought, held a thought once, God knows I'll revisit it again and, and reassess this situation. And I see it all the time. You know, people people see something on the news uh, and point and shoot, you know what I mean? And then they'll fucking sit back a few days later and go, oh, jeez, I've probably shot too fast on that without doing my research, you know. I, and I'm sure you can listen to every episode of this or every fucking few episodes, and I've sh- probably shot on a controversial thing, you know, and then even myself, I've sort of sat back and gone, oh, maybe I probably should have done a bit more research there, you know what I mean? So, but anyway, that was just my two cents. Look, as I said at the start of the conversation, I think he probably needs to go as the Broncos coach, but uh, yeah, whatever, you know what I mean? But look, I really do feel for the guy if, if his family's got some issues, uh, his daughter's got some issues, I hope he gets that sorted. As a father to a daughter, mate, I could relate, so... You got my uh, got my blessing there to sort it out, but for fuck's sake, get the Broncos winning, Christ. Anyway, on that note, look, I could keep talking, keep fucking jawing, but uh, I won't because it's pushing ten thirty here. I'd like to uh, I'd like to get to bed at some point this evening. Got a fair bit on tomorrow and a fair bit on this week, but look, I'm glad I'm back. I'm looking at this recording right now, going, it's worked, hooray! I'm gonna fucking stitch it up, do it poor job editing it like i always do write my blurb full of spelling mistakes and grammatical errors and i'm gonna fucking put on the interwebs for you all to see but anyway that's been good um look i think i've got i think i'm probably have to sit down with a guest this weekend she doesn't know yet i've already hit her up but i'm feeling like yeah i got time this weekend because it's been so fucking busy lately one con of the move is everyone's wanted to come around and see us and i haven't had any time to sort of get any new guests because i've got heaps lined up but uh it's a very, very small con, you know what I mean? King's not going anywhere. Technical difficulties aside, I'm just getting started. Episode 59 in the can, and I think I'm just about to approach 5,000 listens. I know that might not seem much for you, like the the big dogs out there, but for for little old king of the couch, it's a lot. So, and I said, fairly poor at, uh, at uh, marketing the show, advertising the show, you know, uh, I don't have any merch out there yet, don't have a website. That's basically it. But I've got avid listeners, and I appreciate all the king's men and king's women that listen in. So on that note, episode 59 is going down your lovely ear holes. Thank you for joining me for another week. I love you all. Hey.